0: Hello, and welcome to the Pen and Paper Podcast with Brandon and John Mitchell, where we mainly talk about things dealing with school.
1: And today we're talking about field trips.
0: We're going to talk about our favorite field trips, our worst field trips, the ones that are, you know, mediocre and just them in general, how many we went on throughout our school life. And yeah, I'm just going to talk about field trips.
1: So to start off. What was the most Amazing field trip?
0: To me My favorite field trip Would probably be um, This is a tough choice Because I kind of have two But I'm going to have to go with When I went to Royal Purple Raceway With Mr. Mai Because Mm -hmm. The whole time you're there You just hear nothing but cars Just revving up And just Mm -hmm. flying down The drag strip It's, it's, It's like When you're a car guy That's fun And some Um and uh, you could just walk around wherever. So like, you could just be sitting there watching the dragways happen, or you could go to the back where they actually tune, like they sit there and tune the cars and people just watch and they start them up sometimes to see what it sounds like, to see if it sounds right and all that. And then you could just buy stuff, you could buy food, you could buy hats. I I got one of the hats, the Chevrolet hat from uh, the, the race. So that's probably my favorite because it's just so much fun and you just, you know, you just do you at the field trip. So that's probably why my, probably why that's my favorite one.
1: My favorite field trip will probably be when I went to the zoo and met the white Howard.
0: <laughs> really?
1: Yeah, that was the first time I ever got close to an animal without being scared or getting, of getting bit.
0: Was he holding like the one of the animals?
1: I had a hold of the snake. A snake? Yeah. Oh, no. And I fed a lion. I fed a leopard. And I walked with cheetahs.
0: I would have ran. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I would have tried to get away from them.
1: Cheetahs cheetahs are fun. I'll, I'll, I'll deal with a cheetah before I deal with a leopard. Leopards Text are more the dangerous. Leopard, the leopard is the most dangerous yeah. cat. Other than a lion. But... I did have a good day. That was, like, the best field trip ever, even though I didn't get discount at the zoo. <laughs> it was just a free day at the zoo, you know? But technically, like, field trips are a learning experience.
0: Yeah, that is true, because um, if we, if, like, well, some of us did, because we could have uh, talked to the guys that were tuning the, the cars for the drag race. We could actually just talk to them. Like, they'd be like, Oh yeah, we did this. This has like 93 octane or 100 octane. They they're literally just tell us what the car is running sometimes. And they're just like they'll actually, you know, describe how they did it, when they built it, how they built it and all that stuff cuz with drag racing there's a lot of building. There's more building than racing, honestly. So yeah, it's it really is a learning experience.
1: Probably the most boring trip so, I had. Is probably going to the park when I was a kid.
0: As a field trip?
1: Yeah, going to just the park is not really fun to me because, like, technically, that park probably was like the reason that I didn't like it. There was no playgrounds. <laughs> no, no way that you can have fun really unless you bring something.
0: How was that a park?
1: How how was that a park? I don't know. That's it was just an f- open field. <laughs> so
0: I guess you play football or something. But yeah. nobody. If you bring one. Yeah, if you bring one, like what? Yeah,
1: it was boring. Why
0: well, I don't know? I don't understand that.
1: But it made sense though, because we were just there to eat.
0: <laughs> Maybe. Now it's time for the paper flap. And we have a
1: special guest, Miss Yarbrough.
2: So I think field trips are really important for experiential learning. So this is how, one, you get exposure and you really learn firsthand um, about whatever it is that you're doing. So, for example, we do a larger field trip, which is our government in action field trip, where I take uh, is a combination between myself and the government teacher, and we take kids who can early vote to vote. The kids who can't early vote, uh, they speak to the people who are pushing cards, and then we go and we do a tour of city hall and sit in on a city council meeting. So that's a larger field trip, and and I think it gives a lot of exposure to what we are learning. So, for example you know, sitting in class, you don't understand what the purpose of parliamentary procedures are. But when you go to the council meeting and you see them using parliamentary procedures, it's like, oh, this is why we've learned it in Ms. Yarbrough's class. So, um, And then really it's just engagement. Other classes, depending on, I want to make sure that we get the opportunity to experience and see things that we may not normally get the opportunity to see. So the small versus the big. So the small, you know, I think it really depends on the field trip and who's going along with you. Um, any size can be a good size as long as you have students who are willing to, you know, listen and follow directions. It really doesn't matter the size that of, of the group. So I've had as small as 20-something, and then I've had as large as 60 something. As long as the students are actively engaged and willing to learn um, and listen, then the field trips always tend to run smoothly.
1: Now, in the future, how would you choose field trips?
2: So kind of like what I'm doing now. The government in action is on its second year. It'll be going on its third year next year. So I want to stay consistent with a few of them. But also, somewhat like we did this year, a lot of it's going to be student planned, and that's one of the things that I want to continue to ensure is happening, is that based on kind of where the classes go and the discussions and the intrigue and the interest, that that's where we move. So, as you know, when we did our City of Houston field trip where we explored the City of Houston, the. The three areas that we went to, we wanted to make four, we just didn't have enough time in the day, were really picked by students. So a lot of it is student choice, and there should be a lot of ownership, which is why people should be coming to my class all the time.
1: Now, since um, you had a, a field trip with, with most of the kids in the school, and a field trip with mostly your classes, um, whether the pros and cons that you have experienced?
2: So I think the pros of having students that are directly in my class um, is that the expectations have already been established of what Ms. Yarbrough expects. Um, Behavior-wise, you know, following directions, where when you're taking a group that may not have you, um, they may know of your expectations, but then there's also... um, They don't know for sure. You know, it's like, I heard this is how Mishabro is, but now you get to experience it. And I have very high expectations for my students because I know they're very capable.
1: Hey, you remember that city of Houston field trip, right?
0: Yeah, um, I went there, and I remember the main thing I really remember was the Buddhist temple and how the lady pretty much explained how, you know, Buddhism is different from Christianity because uh, they don't really directly praise a God, you know. It's more of Buddha's isn't a God; it's a person that had a lot of knowledge and how they want to be like him. You know, be knowledgeable and know things that is beyond the the regular, I guess. So I really like that filter because it it gave me insight to a new religion.
1: Yeah, the meditation was really nice. Like I really felt relaxed after that. Like, I, I I think I'm gonna do it every day.
0: I mean, I really didn't feel anything. It's probably because I was crossing my legs wrong. I couldn't do like yeah the other leg on top of other that that in my knees, mm-hmm. and like my waist. So I, I really didn't feel anything. It was just like ah uh, yeah, <laughs> that's
1: it. When we went to the Hong Kong Mall, that was a good experience too. Got to um actually. Taste the the real Chinese food compared to the processed version that we get from Panda Express and the restaurant Timmy Chan.
0: Yeah, um, when I went to the the mall, I had tempura, which is is basically shrimp, but like they're bigger, mm-hmm. and that really was good. And they also had a whole like a grocery store in a mall. Yeah, I've never seen that before. Most I've seen in the mall is Foot Locker and Forever 21. I've never seen a whole restaurant in the mall.
2: Mm-hmm. I mean, not restaurant. <laughs> a
0: whole grocery store. Yeah. A whole grocery store in the mall. And they, had, I remember one specific thing. They had this candy. In English, it's literally just called sugar. That's it. Just sugar. <laughs> but in Chinese, it was like a whole brand that, that they had imported from China. So it was like... I find that kind of weird how, in English, the name of the brand was just Sugar, and Chinese, it was a legitimate brand from China.
1: Mm -hmm. But I don't know if it was Corona or what. The mall was kind of empty when we were there.
0: It actually kind of was. I I think it was probably more packed than it was, Mm -hmm. because it it was only a couple people there. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: But that was my first time being there, so I'm not too sure. We could just be like... I don't know. It could have been more people. It could have just been the average amount.
1: Yeah, a lot of stores were closed, too. But most of the stores were closed for the holidays. So, yeah, you know, it's a lunar year. Yeah, oh, yeah.
0: We did go, like, around uh, Chinese New Year.
1: Then we went to the art gallery. That was fun.
0: I really didn't talk to any of the artists. I was just looking at the art mainly. A lot of them was uh, interesting. And like really different designs. There was one where it's just like a whole uh, like sequence where one painting was like the beginning. This is the second step, the third one, and then the final one. It was like uh, some guy being taken over by. And I guess it was supposed to be like some evil being or something, and was just wrapping him. And when he finally, the being finally took him over, it was like he was floating or something. It looked kind of cool. Mm-hmm.
1: But I like how he um, actually got a full aspect from the um, from art and learn a little more about it and the different ways it's used.
0: You know, one of the guys, one of the artists, was like, if you wanted a custom painting, just like, I forgot the size of the canvas is a certain size. Mm-hmm. One of them was like $500. Yeah. Like $500. That is insane. That's, if you really want to become an artist... Just charge that amount of money, <laughs> mm-hmm. five hundred dollars just for one, and, and then sec, the sec another one's eight hundred. Then the last one, like I guess the biggest one you could get, was a thousand dollars.
1: Then we went to the Allen's Landing,
0: like one of the first ship channels in Houston, mm-hmm. where uh, the if you were if goods were coming into Houston, that's probably the ship channel they went through. Yeah, there's a lot of history behind it, and I mm-hmm. like pretty much. Everything came through there before any other ship channel was here in Houston, or even Texas, period, really. And we got to visit it and look at it and see, like, the transformation.
1: Yeah, and then you got to see a past look of Houston. And Houston was a town before it was a city.
0: Yeah, it was. A, it was actually started as a small town before mm-hmm. it became all these skyscrapers and stuff.
1: Mm-hmm. It was a good trip, but um, I'm waiting on part two. Part two. (laughs) Yeah, she said it was going to be a part two. Really? Yeah. But I don't think we're going to be able to do it.
0: Yeah, we'll probably be graduating. and Paper Podcast is produced by Brandon Cifas and John Mitchell Good, and is possible with support from the Harris County Department of Education and the Just That Beats audio production program. And in the words of Porky Pig... That's all folks.